This week's throwback to black comes from Martin Luther King. He who passively accepts evil is as much involved in it as he who perpetrates it. He who accepts evil without protesting against it is really cooperating with it. Martin Luther King, throwback to black. Now let's start the motherfucking show! We back! Yeah. It's your boy Corey Doseki! What up? What up? Should you grab something else? And we back for a new show on your dog asses! It's the power lunch hour, you bitch. The power lunch hour, you bitch! We in the building! What it do? What it, what do? it do, good people? Man. It's been a long ass week, bro. It's been a long week. We did the show early. We dropped early. We dropped early, so we had an extra day or two. To relax and kick it. It seemed like a long ass time. Bro, it was like a vacation for your boy. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. It was. Let me be honest with y'all. Y- y'all love us. Y'all listen. Last week, uh-uh, I wasn't even really here for it. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. My mom even called me out because she snuck and listened to the show. Yeah. She was like, you didn't seem like you was there. And your friend kept mocking you because she he knew you was going out of town. <laughs> I was like My brother she, said the same thing She was like The whole time She was like Oh I can tell He know you going out of town You don't even care Do you about the show I was like Look mom What you're not gonna do Is have listen to the show And know what's going on Yeah But she was so right It was still a good show though It was a great show I had fun show. Yeah it was fun It's the guilt fuck it's always fun mocking you, though. Anytime I get a chance To make fun of you I mean I'm having a good day You know what's so bad My mom likes it too Yeah she like, I love when somebody's going to be a smart ass with Casey besides I, I me. I mean, I enjoy it. Yeah. I was like, where does this come from? You're acting like I'm a bully or something. I look for my windows. When I get a window to go in on you. Am I a bully? Yeah. You're a How bully. am I a bully? I don't even know why you're even asking that question. Like, How, Sway? Like, uh, who have I been a bully to? Everybody in the room, raise your hand. Ain't nobody in the room, Bill. <laughs> Shit. Everybody raise their hand. Who I been a bully to? Hey, just know that you bully. What bully gang did I do? Shout out bully gang. Who's the bully gang? Be more and Blaze. Oh, okay. Shout out the bully gang. Ooh, go ahead, Steph. But yeah, anytime uh, this you get the opportunity to, to uh, you know, take shots at you, shots are needed, you know. So it's, it's fine. Are you saying you're justifying? Yes. Whatever you, whatever the question is. Are you saying you're justifying for whatever comments I might make that y'all are petty enough to just call me out and just be happy with it? Yes. Yeah, I do it for the culture. Name, name one petty moment that I deserve a retribution. I mean, I can't define one right now. I didn't do my, my research. I didn't go through the history of your pettiness. So I can't figure out on the You've been here for all of this pettiness. Yeah. You're the wingman's to the pettiness. You yeah. actually help add to the pettiness. Because you laugh at my jokes when I'm petty. Not that I was petty. I'm just saying it might have happened. I'm just saying, though, anytime I get that opportunity, I, I enjoy it. So, you know. You real. How was your weekend, fucker? Um, I'm something else. But uh, my, my weekend was cool, man. You know, we had Cinco de Mayo. Turn up. Shout out to Usual Suspects. We turned up. Turn up. Uh, 
What was it at? Uh, on the border. Okay. Show the fuck out. Y'all turned up. It was on the patio. Oh, I took over the patio? Yeah. We'll without me, nigga? Yeah. Had a great time. What the fuck y'all doing having a good time without me? Had a great time. Y'all niggas don't even get along when I'm not around. It was the best time ever. Never had I don't a better like time it. in life. I don't like it. I'm hating. It was the best time I ever had in life. the fuck y'all have fun without me? You need to go out of town more often. Y'all don't even talk to each other. We had a great time that night. You bitches. Yeah, so. I bet uh, y'all get another hall pass to uh, the week later. So we had uh, Cinco de Mayo. Um, Mother's Day came Mother's around. Mother's Day. So that was cool. Hanging out with the family. Got faded with my moms. Talked a lot of shit. Ate good. My brother. Shout uh, out moms. My brother. Uh, we had a little fish fry. Shout out to Bruce. A he, uh, A fish fry. Oh. Shout out to Bruce. We had shrimp and shit and fish. And oh, he, y'all he turned up. Yeah, man. So we had a dope ass time, man. Um, that's about it for my weekend, man. Oh, man. So let's talk about your weekend. Oh, boy. I mean, that's, that's, the only reason, that's the only reason you asked me about mine. I ain't give a fuck about your Right. Weekend. Yeah, yeah, fuck. You was like, yeah, yeah, okay. Let me adjust my mic. Just, just <laughs> ask my, Pass the ball back here over here, Kobe. Pass the ball, Kobe. That's all I want to know. So, yeah. So, how was your weekend? Okay, first of all, I know we save shout outs for the end of the show. I know we do. But I can't let this motherfucking show go by. Without shouting out Jason Turner and his beautiful wife, Nicole Turner. When I tell you... What up, Jay? I got to Atlanta. Mind you, I drove by myself. Chill, kicked it. Had a lot of time to think. We'll get back to that. But I got down to the ATL. Jason and his beautiful wife, Nicole, had a meal waiting for your boy. That's fried right. fish, fried shrimp, fried everything. Yeah. It's not good for my dad, but guess who didn't give a fuck because they didn't eat the whole eight hours while they was driving? Me. So salute on the meal first off when I touched down. Uh, as y'all all realize now, I went to Atlanta for my boy Noah Johnson and Tia's wedding. Fucking Awesome. Very classy, very nice. I liked it. I enjoyed myself. Shout out to Noah. Congratulations, bro. Salute, Noah. Man, I'm proud of you, bro. Uh, if you don't know Noah, <laughs> by now, that video that went around everybody, uh, your pregame before uh, you actually got married. Now, only problem I had with Noah's way. I'm going to tell it now so I don't have everybody think I'm talking behind his back. But you cannot walk down the aisle with SMS music. SMS? Yes. <laughs> you can't. He walked down the weekend earnty. Yeah. I was like, at one point I was hating, but then I had to think about it. I was like, well, it is some pimp shit. I guess she did earn it. Because the groom don't normally walk down the aisle. The groom don't normally walk down the aisle. He was walking down, slapping hands. No, he didn't walk down the aisle. He's slapping hands, handshakes. Yeah. Yo, this is all going online tomorrow, so you need to follow us. It was some playing shit, though. It was playing shit. I want to tell you, this wedding was classy as fuck. It it made, you made your boy step up his bougeness. Okay. I holler at no ugly bitch at the party. Oh, my goodness. 
I felt bougie about it. Okay. Mm-mm, this is a nice affair. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with ugly chicks, though, man. Ain't nothing wrong with ugly chicks. Shit happens. Yeah. No, acid fires. It, all types of shit happens. Who knows? Acid fire? Oh, no. I'm just giving the bitch a reason to be ugly. Oh, that's, that's bougie, bro. That's it real was. bougie. It was. But, that's- hey, so, you know, I went to this wedding by myself, right? Let me tell y'all. If you go to a wedding by yourself, it's a whole different dynamic and shit that goes on. One, let me tell you, everybody got assigned seats with their names on it. So everybody at my table is with somebody. Uh-huh. So I'm the only nigga with a solo seat by himself with his name on it. Everybody, like, oh, you know these bitches use my table as the start marker to serve food, but I'm the last nigga to get his food? <laughs> The fuck is that? He doesn't need a plus one. Man, not only that, so I went up to the photo booth because all the couples went to the photo booth to take pictures. I'm by my damn self. I'm like, damn, I got nobody to take a picture with. Shout out Asia. She saw me. I asked. I was like, Asia, I ain't got nobody to take a picture with. I don't know you from Adam. You want to take a picture with me? Yeah, I'll take a picture with you. She don't know this, but she became my wife. Instantly. Instantly. Okay. I'm in love with her for life. She don't know it yet. We together. Damn. You know what I'm saying? I might have to kill her nigga. Damn. But, you know, it is what it is. It's love. Man, go get that tattoo, man. Man, I'm thinking about it. I was going to get either the country, Asia, or her name. Yeah. You know, you never know if you need a rewrite. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you play it either. I don't really think you play it. I really hate. I love her. Right. She followed me on now Instagram. Uh, I'm just gonna send prayers out for Asia. I do so, too. Yeah, cause she's awesome. One time for Asia. Shout out the bartender uh, Maria. She hooked that up too. It went down. I had an open bar waiting. It's so motherfucking long, bro. Like you ever have open bar waiting? It's open bar, but you done drank too much, so now the line dead. Everybody in there drunk, so they know not to go back to the bar. I look at everybody like, all oh, y'all some quitters. <laughs> I was like, how you going to leave this bartender free? This type bartender should be working their ass off. How dare you not give them a challenge? That was, that was, you was that nigga. I was that nigga. I was there by myself. I'm giving the bartender a challenge. I need that good uh, Jack Daniels and Coke. Thank you. By the third time I went up there, she knew what I wanted. He got intercepted. She knew what I wanted. It was a great time. So, okay, you know I was in a rush to leave, right? We was here. We did the live show. I left in a hurry the next day. Yeah. I left my suit jacket and my tie. Mm. 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 Hurt. Didn't know what to do. Jason Nicole out of nowhere say, you should go to Goodwill. Yes, very much so. I was like, Goodwill? Fuck, I'm going to Goodwill I got about three clean-ass blazers at Goodwill. You know, so my bougie-ass not knowing that Goodwill get down, I don't the fuck I'm going to put Goodwill for. Are you serious? Come on, my image with Goodwill shit? Bougie, bro. Bougie. Bougie, right? Where the bougie this come from? I'm going to blame my mama. She going to be mad when she hear this because now I just let her listen to the show. I don't care no more. She I'm just saying, it. though, Goodwill. So, I didn't know. I walked into Goodwill. It was like a mecca. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god! All this shit is just two dollars or three. Exactly. 
Exactly. Nigga, I wanted that motherfucker go with Ball out, boy. I'm Turn trying up. to tell. I tried to holler at the ladies checking me out. I'm trying to get everything in that stuff. Even the workers. Even the workers. And yeah. she was so fine. Little Mexican ass. The sexy self. <laughs> so, you know, it was a turn up weekend. Uh, we ended up making an impromptu house party. Uh, it was just a lot of shit that went on that I probably shouldn't repeat. Yeah. But it went down. You know something I learned about myself, though, though, bro? What is that? I am that friend that has no chill or filter. You just figuring that shit out. I mean, but it came just, with filter. Wait, wait. Are you just now figuring that shit? I thought I had a little control. Bitch, where? <laughs> I thought I had control. Bro, you know, everybody listens to this podcast right now like, what? <laughs> I thought it was, like, nice. Bro, get the fuck out of here. So. I need you to find several seats. <laughs> so, like. Line them up in a row, play music. I thought I was good, right? Man, get the hell out of here. I come to find out I'm, like, the big brother of, of like, everybody's crew. And, like, they look for me for advice and real shit. Right. But I give it so real. And be like, damn, you just hurt my self-esteem a little bit. I'm like, well, you got to get it how you can. Right. So. I just, I like, I had no chill at the house party. Let me just say that I apologize. Put anybody on the spot for something that you may or may have not have done. But I just wanted to get to the bottom of the truth. So you know how everybody sugarcoat shit when somebody did something wrong. I'd be like, oh, so uh, did they snitch or not? And what's their name? Right. And I said it. Everybody that was a part of it was like, oh, my God. I can't believe he just said that. Me, myself, and I, I was like, so are you going to answer it or not? <laughs> well, you got to find the truth in the in situation. They answered it. Yeah. Yeah, that nigga Big Dave snitched. Oh. And I told everybody I was going to put this on the podcast, so I'm okay. Well, cool. Yeah, so it was... uh. Besides that, it was a cool wedding. I got hot as shit in there. What she don't do is buy a motherfucking jacket from the Goodwill and think it's going to be accommodatable for the summer. Might be a little hot. You might sweat your ass off. You might need to take the jacket off once you sit down because you can't do it while you're standing because the sweat bead is going to show. <laughs> so it was, a lot of, it was a lot of problems, but it was some good that happened too. You need to you change know. up your deodorant, bro. Man, I was fresh. I didn't stink now. I didn't say you stink, but if your deodorant. Could, nah, this uh, shit was coming from my temples, dog. You can't put the uh, deodorant on your temple, nigga. Okay. This sweat was coming from everywhere. It was real. I drank a lot. Was the was the wedding in the church? That's probably it why you sweating. It was not a church. Okay, okay. okay. It was not asking, a church. You think I'd burn in hell if it was a just church? Just asking. Now. You might have been sweating because it was in the church. Nope, nope, no. Just nope. asking. Nope. Okay. It was actually in a, a rant. It was. Oh, guess the name of the spot. Guess the address. Um, twelve thirteen. The address was Fifty Hurt Plaza. Okay. Mike Cease walks in the building for the wedding. He leans over, half hunk over, cause everybody drunk white Hennessy the night before. Yeah. Well, they drank it. I knew better. Diluted. Did drink it. They drank it raw. Everybody still hung over throwing up from the night before. He comes over and says, nigga, I'm at 50 Hurt Plaza, nigga, because I'm hurt than a motherfucker. 
I was like, it is hurt plaza. It is hurt motherfucking plaza because we all fucked up in this bitch. It was a good ass weekend. Man, it was fucking awesome. I needed that break just to get like uh, perspective on what's going on in my life. And just like, you think you in control of everything that's going on. You think you're on your A game, you, but you really not until you take a moment away from the bullshit. You drive eight hours and got time to think, you be like, oh shit. What was I doing? You think about all your thought traps, all your good traps, all your bullshit traps. It was just like, oh, Lord, what was I thinking of doing in life? <laughs> it was a good album trip. A great break needed. Yeah. I needed it. I really did. I so needed it. That's what's up. So I can turn up. Yeah, I, boy. I ain't even tell you the shit I could say. It just went down. Go to a wedding in Atlanta. It, it goes down. White girls got asses. Oh my God. Oh my God. Just, oh, shit. It was just so nice. So nice. Anyway. Uh, oh, last part of my Atlanta trip, and I'll be done with the story. So, I fill up my gas tank before I leave Atlanta, right? Drive right. home. Uh-huh. I'm getting down. I got up early, nine o'clock. I'm in there. It's Eastern Standard Time, so it's 8 o'clock Central Standard Time. I'm on it. I tell my parents I get there at 5 or 6. I'm driving down the road. I'm getting it. Boy, I'm making good times. I'm making halfway to Little Rock. I'm on half a tank. I go to put my cars in to refill up my gas tank. All that shit said decline. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm like, this is not good. That's not good at all. I didn't make it home. And this half a tank is exactly half a tank. I know it's not going to make it the way I needed to make it. But I'm like, you know what? I had a wonderful weekend. I'm going to stay positive, and I'm going to make it to Memphis. So as I leave Tulupa, Mississippi, to head to Memphis, I'm looking at the gas hand like, mm-mm, this is not going to get me to Little Rock, Lord Jesus. This is not going to get me to Little Rock. I pull over in Memphis. At this point, I'm like, I'm just going to beg for some change. I just, yo, I'm like that nigga. Wait, what? I was going to beg for some change. I need to get back home. That was a struggle. Yeah, I didn't want to call nobody and ask them to put money on my PayPal account or whatever <laughs> because it's already overdrawn. So they would just took all the money I still would have been left out with no money. <laughs> so I was like, oh, no. Oh, Lord Jesus. How am I making home, Lord Jesus? That's what you had to do. Okay, so I got to Memphis. And I'm like, I don't know how I'm making home. I said, let me try my card again. Nigga, not only did I try my card again, it had money on it. It's just, you know, because I was out of state, that that was counterfeit. So you can't use that card if you don't tell your bank that, oh, I left town and I'm using my card. Because they going to cut that bitch off thinking somebody stole your credit card. But you was in the South, though. Like, I, was too, I was a state or two over using that damn card. I used the card. I, the first time I used the card was on my way back home. When road I filled trips, up man, you got to just know. You got to keep some cash on you. Please like keep that. cash on you. You going to need it. You've been on the road too many times not to know that, nigga. You've been on the road. Too I many had times cash. I spent it on weed. That's not what the cash. Oh, I spent it on things. Man, let's start the show, bro. Let's start the show. I spent it on things the night before. Yeah. And I didn't check my wallet. I filled up my gas tank and I was ready to go. Word the wise, keep Word cash. Word the wise, always keep at least twenty dollars cash on you, regardless. 
Yeah. But let me tell you. What you want to tell me? It worked out. Okay. Come to find out I had plenty of cash on my card. Yeah. I was able to swipe that bitch, filled up my tank. I made it home safely. I was happy. Congratulations. I did that. Congratulations. It was an awesome weekend. I'm glad you had a good time. I had so many clouds. Okay. I mean, oh, my God. Little Rock, really? Shit. I don't hear another motherfucker complaining about Little Rock traffic. Take the side roads, bitches. That's it. All right, let's get into these stories. So, I'm going to pop it off. So, while I was in Atlanta, I learned a new word. New, a new whole term or phrase. Uh, did you know pink, you know what pink toes mean? Uh, white girls. Yes, Lord. So, I never heard of this term on earth in my life. We sitting outside the liquor store. You ain't never heard of pink toes? Like pink toes is white women? No. Really? I've not. Never heard of it. Okay. We chilling outside. My boy JT says, Oh, look at all the pink toes walking in the building. Like pink toes? What are you talking about? I like, oh the white men. Oh, pink toes. Nigga, I had a whole moment. It was awesome. Pink toes is my new phrase for white women now. It's not really new. I didn't know about it, so it's new to me. Okay. I ain't know about it, so it's new to me. Who phone is that? I don't know. They keep calling. Somebody oh, please shit. answer this 366 number. Oh, shit. Nigga left his phone? <laughs> oh, he gonna cry in a car. Oh, yes. So let's get into these news topics. I want to give the biggest shout-out salute to Denzel Washington. His event raised over $17 million for the Smithsonian National Museum of African American History and Culture. Now, the goal was to raise over $300 million to help uh, Damn. make a whole new, uh, yeah, yeah. They had high ambitions. Yeah. So while uh, everybody was at uh, the President's Correspondence Center, mm-hmm. Denzel Washington was over there raising money. Getting it in. Shonda Rhimes donated over ten million. Shit. So everybody else just gave me in seven, so you know <laughs> it is what it is. She came over on like a boss move, like, I'm gonna give ten million for this. Have fun. I'm writing all this shit off. <laughs> right. But I wanna just give a special salute though, because it's people with a name that matters. And it's like not a fucked up name that's in, involved in bullshit and stuff. Yeah. It's this that watched it. He giving a fuck about our history, our culture, and he's making the effort to raise money. You know, in this society, it's a white man's world. At the end of the day, we can't stunt. Right. You know, we can raise money all day for a, a $30,000 uh, tribute. But the man raised $17 million for African-American tribute. Yeah. That they said to take three hundred. Uh, the state of New York matched half of that, so they matched it, and so all he had to do was raise the other half, and they raised it and made that go. So salute Denzel Washington. I can't wait to see the exhibit. Sound like a good trip for the Trinity. Let's make it happen. That's dope. Dope as shit. Salute. Hell yeah. So you know how you, we talk about how you was a bully Damn, earlier. Not a bully. 
Okay, get over yourself. So we had a uh, conversation about your bullet. You know, in Maryland, they just passed a law to where they make it, um, if your child is bullying in school, like cyberbullying or like physically bullying, mm. they can find and arrest the parent. Mm. If your child has a history of bullying other students. So if you're in Maryland and your child's fucking up and, uh, you know, interrupting other students, you know, livelihood and, and their place in, in school, you can go to jail for that shit. So do you think a parent should go to jail just because their kid's a bully? Nope. You don't think so? Nope. Why not? Okay, first of all, think these parents have told their kids enough. Or if they haven't told their kids the right or wrong about being a bully, then yes, they might need to uh out no, no. Jail time is not the answer for every goddamn thing. Okay. And you just can't how the fuck you gonna lock a parent up for their kid not going to motherfucking with school? Right? Huh? What what we talking about? Sorry. It's, so are you in a conversation or not? I was I was replying. Go ahead. Okay. So <laughs> I was about to go off on a whole different tangent. All right. So what I said was uh-huh. in Maryland, there's right. a law right. that uh that has a law against bullying. Right. So if your child is bullying in school, okay, eventually okay. that you know, if they keep continue doing it, no. The parent can go to jail for that. No. Do you think it's right to uh, no. go to jail for the child for bullying in school? No. Everybody look at locking a motherfucker up as the answer. Right. It's not the motherfucking answer for every goddamn thing. Yes, your child is a motherfucking bully. You need to put your foot in that motherfucking kid asshole. But jail is not the way. You know, you you hurt a motherfucker, hit their pockets. Well, they're going to get fined, but you continue to get fined, eventually you're going to go to jail. You're not getting no money in jail. Yeah, they get a lot of money in jail. Oh, forget the prison system. They get a lot of money in jail. It's the new, it's the new slavery system. Go to jail if you want to. I just think that I think that if your kid is bullying, you're not doing your job at home. Like you're not teaching, you know, you know, the right thing. So I think it's a good thing because you know who they gonna learn it from after you locked up though. What you mean? What the kids? What happens to the kids after the parent locked up? Who taking care of that? Uh, apparently, your parent is not taking care of it in the first place. If your child is school fucking with people, you're not doing your job. Okay, they fucking with people. They being a bully. I give them that. But who feeding and take care of this kid after it's locked up once you take the parent out the home? So if I got to find you several times because your kid's bullying and he continue to bully a parent, you don't give a fuck. So let me lock your ass up because you're not taking care of your child. How long you locking? How long they get locked up for? Is I don't the know. Question. I don't know. I don't know how long. Because you're not solving shit. Just by locking the parent, you're not up. solving shit if your child keep getting keep bullying people. So we need another answer. You can't just lock them up and expect. Oh, okay. When I come out of prison, I'm gonna go in on my motherfucking kid not to do what I did. And you can't still just like you try to discipline this kid and tell him bullying is wrong. Yeah. For some reason, this retarded little motherfucker not getting it. What can you come up with to teach this motherfucker? That bullying is wrong. I think you actually got to kick this kid's ass. I think instead of, you know, all bullies need to get their ass kicked one good time. Work for my bully. Well, I just think that's the parent's job. I was just ain't working it. Well, you we need to you come gonna, on a corporal punishment where bullies get their ass whooped. Well, I just say, man. I mean, 
Honestly, it's not working with the parent. The parent ain't tell them. Like, once you like the parent up, okay, now what you going to do with this kid? The kid at home, you going to light the kid up too? Well, eventually, if he keeps going down the same path, he will be locked up. So you give the parent several opportunities to tell your child, right. stop fucking with people. Right. So obviously the parent is not doing their job or they can't control their child. So eventually you're going to go to jail. Right. And your, your child keep going on the same path. They're going to go to jail. So what needs to happen is everybody needs their ass whooped before anybody go to jail. <laughs> okay. Parents need their ass kicked. Hey. So who's kicking these asses? That's what I'm saying. Police been doing it for the longest. Yeah, so if you're in Maryland, stop bullying. You might stop bullying. Your mama and your grandma going to get locked the fuck up. And all they need to do is put a switch to your bad ass. That's all they need. A lot of these motherfuckers just need to get fucked up one good time. I swear they'll get their life together. There's too much sugar come going on nowadays. What What's really making you up this upset? Bitch. Who cares? Whoop this nigga ass. That's my interpretation. Mm. I could be wrong. Um, let's go. I'm gonna go here first. <clears throat> the city of Little Rock has reached a nine hundred thousand dollar settlement with the family of a sixty-seven year old black man who was shot and killed by police in 2010. Now, last year, when we first started this show, uh, probably like two months in, this came up before like jury trial or whatever. A uh, 67-year-old man was killed by two off-duty police officers and became a big controversy in the news. And, well, the city decided to finally, uh, you know, we're just going to pay 900000 These motherfuckers let this shit go away. Yeah. Uh, they killed... Uh, an old ass man. Uh, his son is the actual sheriff in another county. We can't just push this shit under the rug. So they had to pay for that shit. How much did they pay? Nine hundred thousand to the family. Yes. Wow. My question is, do you think it's justified for the family to get conversation? Yes. I mean, I mean, what else can they get? I'm sorry, my bad. Right. I mean, you can't bring them back at all. You got to do something. So you have to come up with a motherfucker. Like Tamir Rice family got six mil, six mil, and they only got nine hundred thousand to be paid so, out. So I mean, you got to give them something. You cannot bring that that life back. You can't apologize enough. So you gonna have to do something. So, I mean, I think when you pay a family off because somebody died under your care or your watch. You admitting guilt, like it was our 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 bad. Right, we fucked up. So yeah, shit, get all your nine hundred thousand, all your money. You earned it. Yeah. Somebody else still want all their money. John Jones. Who's that? John Jones is one of the best UFC fighters. Uh, he got caught up on that cocaine charge. He was oh, bones. Playing for police. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he got a fight coming up with uh, Daniel Kamir. And uh, they talking a lot of shit. They actually hate each other. So this is probably going to be a good-ass fight. Going to be a good-ass fight to come up. My question is, we coworkers, we employees, has there ever been an issue so bad with one of your coworkers or 
fellow employees that you felt like you couldn't work together anymore? Um, no, nah, I mean, I work, I work well with a lot of people. I mean, people, there's a lot of different people who got different attitudes and personalities, so you got you just got to adjust. Uh, just, you got to adjust. Yeah. I mean, even the worst people, they, they're the worst employee ever. You, you got to make adjust. it work. Yeah. What's your techniques on making it work? Like, how do you get them to, like, do what you need to do and still be their boss? I thought we were talking about employees. To my boss? No, you say you're the boss. Uh-huh. How do you get your employees to do what you need them to do? Because I'm the fucking boss. And still have company morale. Because you could be the boss all day. I could do some shit that will fuck your whole life up and not give a fuck. Because I'm that petty and I know I make $7 now. Well, I mean, you could be petty and you make $7. How do you keep your people in line like to respect you and still be like, okay, I'm gonna do this job, <laughs> right? Like I'll just say it, dog. It's 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 a hierarchy, though. You talk about coworkers, you talk about bosses. Like if you're talking coworkers, you gotta adjust. If you're talking about bosses, you the fucking boss. You gotta make things happen, and if it don't happen, you gotta get somebody that can make it happen. That's how that's uh-huh. how it goes. So I mean, you could be petty and do what you want to fuck my life up, but at the end of the day, I got the trump card. I got that that all all. I got the big, I got the big Joker. Yeah. So you know, at the end of the day, you can do what you want to. So it just depends on the dynamic of if you the if you the coworker, if you the employee, you gotta know what your lane is. That's real. That's real. All right. Next story. So apparently, you know, some we when a lot of uh, addicts or drug dealers take drugs, sometimes drugs run out, right? There's a shortage, right? I I never knew that lately though. You gotta everybody get it on, how you live, right? Everybody on drugs. <laughs> I don't know nobody personally. I'm just saying, you know, uh-huh. in general. They uh-huh. run out. They need they need their drug. They need their fix. Right. So it's been an outbreak of people overdosing on emodium A D. Really? No what emodium A D is, right? No. Not at all. Emodium is that uh, constipation medicine you take. <laughs> what? Yes. Why? To help your shit drop. I'm no, I know what it's for. Why okay. are they ODing on it? They overdid because it's a particular drug in there that uh, gives you a sensation that you're taking drugs or you're on a good drug like cocaine or whatever. So people are overdosing on Emodium AD. Man, motherfuckers running out. Like, they just try anything. Just try anything. Can you imagine that situation, the overdosing of emodium AD? You shitting all over the place. Don't take that shit up around me, though, bro. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't do that, man. That's horrible. Oh, my God. I'm fucking taking anything. Like, they getting anything high off of Kool-Aid. Anything to get like, fucked up. We snorting Kool-Aid these days. That's, what we, that's a new fix. That's our goal. That's yeah. what we do. Whatever you want to do. We take emodium. That's horrible. All the way horrible. I mean, what, what do you get from him? I just, now, when I read the story, it just said people are taking emodium just to help them feel their, their fix, their need. But I never want to try, try any drug ever, any new drug ever again. I'm good. They come up with new things every day. I'm not taking no goddamn emodium, maybe. Get some emodium and some lean. Ooh, it's a turn up. Ooh, they shit and sleep. <laughs> 
So you know the story about uh, the old man in uh, in DC that was shooting motherfuckers. No, you hear about that? No, I did not hear nothing about so, this. So um, it's a six, 62 year old man, Ilalo Tordell. Okay, uh, I, I probably fucked it up. Um, but he from Rockville, Maryland. Mm-hmm. He'd been going around shooting motherfuckers. He went to the mall. He was at the high school. Oh, he had time to um, He was a supermarket. Uh, and he just shooting random people. And the crazy thing about it is that he started off the shooting spree in the same place that the D.C. sniper started in 2002. Damn. So I don't know if that's linked together, co- uh, coincidence or not, but this old man been shooting motherfuckers he for the no last fucks. two weeks. And uh, he faces several charges of first-degree murder. He can't no fucks. Like, what What makes a motherfucker just want to pop off? Petty. One. That's far from uh, petty. Unequal pay. He, he shooting over pay? Pay. And they probably talked about him at the job. He's 62 years old. How <laughs> You've been talking about all your whole life. Old-ass Cletus can't even move these damn mail packages quick enough. Old-ass Cletus shot these niggas. I'm just saying, though. I just... I mean, you got to watch out because motherfuckers will pop off anywhere these days. Anywhere and not give no fucks. Yeah, so they got him uh, arrested, so hopefully they can figure out. But that's just ridiculous. Watch your ass. So um, Ray Lewis and Chris Carter are no longer working uh, for ESPN. Church. They're going to hire Randy Moss. Church. The weed head king. Hold on. How's Randy Moss the weed head king? Randy Moss one one one. No, Randy Moss is not the weed head king. Who is? Talking about Ricky Williams. Oh. You gonna put the weed on Randy? How you gonna put the weed on Randy? Randy look like he smoke weed. You a racist, bro. Uh, Randy look like he smoke weed. Randy ain't walk running the whole goddamn mountain not smoking weed when who, he done. Who run the mountain? Randy. When? When was in his training days? I don't know, bro. I don't they had know. a reports random. He ran the mountain and every bullshit. But did it, did the report say he smoked weed? No, <laughs> you're a racist, man. Randy smoked. Don't weed. put that on Randy, man. Randy Moss was one of the best wide receivers in life. Randy got high as shit. I just can't believe you just did that, man. <laughs> I just can't believe you just did that, Randy Moss. Yeah. So congratulations, Randy, for your new promotion. Your new promotion. Stay away from them drugs, my nigga. Randy Moss is not and on keep drugs. Your kid, keep your kids from killing people. Who? Oh, Ray Lewis? Okay. <laughs> okay. What else you got, bro? <laughs> what else you got? I'm sorry, Randy. You know, you were my favorite wide receivers, cuz. No Congratulations, bro. Congratulations. Right up that mind was sober. All right. Last one. Uh, it's going to go to Serena Williams. Okay. Serena Williams. Oh, no, I got two more. I'm sorry. I lied that quick. I had to flip my pages. Okay. Let's get to Serena first. Serena Williams uh, was in Spain, I want to say. Let me get this right. Got to find the story again. She was overseas. And she saw the dog menu, and she was like, well, the salmon looks good. So she ordered the dog, uh, the, uh, she ordered off the doggy menu some salmon and some regular shit. 
and she got it, and it looked good to her. So she said, let me taste it. Two hours later, Serena Williams went a throwing up shitting fit on social media and posted it. She was shitting on social media? Mm. It was bad. No. Can you imagine all that ass shitting out no. on social media? <laughs> It's not shitting on social media. Social media shit that threw up all over social media, eating a damn salmon and rice dish. She thought it was going to be good for her dog. So they got a dog menu at a restaurant? Yes, they have a whole dog menu in the restaurant. You know the price of that damn dish? What? $25. Why, why is she doing that? She won't do it no goddamn more. She said she left her whole life at that damn toilet. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta follow her on that. It's, I mean, you can't be a celebrity shit on on social media. I don't think that's a good idea. It's not, it's not a good lane. look. You know, you know don't, what, be, don't be Usher. You know what I want to do? Usher though? shits and piss on his Snapchat. I can I had to unfollow. Really? He's all the way back. Oh, Usher don't get no fuck. Usher wake up pissing. Good morning, world, Bruh, I'm good. I'm not here for this. You know what I want to do? I want to be one of those like. Uh, like the little ball boys at the at the tennis game, mm-hmm. like not the ones that run back and forth across the court. You want to go to the back. I want to be the one leaning against the wall. Uh huh. So when Serena needs one of these balls, <laughs> I got one of these balls for it. You know what I'm saying? Just just in case you want this ball, you gonna Serena, slide your number with the ball. I'm just like I I, I feel <laughs> you honored. gonna write your number on the ball. I feel honored to it. give you my balls, Serena. So I, and then when she's playing, Serena, I'm trying to give I got you my balls you. too. I can just see when she's playing. You know so. Serena, That's my whole goal. Life goes. Serena, I'm trying to give you these balls too. Yeah, that's a good position to be in. It is literally. Yeah. Anyway, any other uh, topics? News? No, pimp. That's all I got. Alrighty, this music segment about to be lit. All right, we're gonna take a slight <laughs> break. We'll be right back. Shot. Tippy what up, good people? It's your boy, I'm Something Else. Let you know about two segments that we have to offer on the podcast. I got time today, cuz, and fix my life. If you got anything you're going through that you need some help with, something you need to get off your chest that really pisses you off, then send your letters into PowerLunchHour at gmail.com, and we will handle that for you. Petty or no? Serious or no? Just send it in, powerlunchhour at gmail.com, and we'll handle that for you. Now, let's get back to the show. With the gorilla beat on my chest, Power Lunch Hour is back, you bitch. Yeah. Act two. Back. What it do? What up, what up? You know what it is. Music segment, baby. Fix yeah. my life questions, baby. All that. Let's get it crunk. Oh, we got so much for y'all. What's it do? Yeah. We we came back. We, we missed y'all. We're here. I swear we missed y'all. <laughs> so let's get into this music news. So what happened in music lately? All right. DMX is back. You know Dark you got an album coming X. out. I heard. Remember yeah. I talked about it last week? Yeah. Well, DMX is pissed. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it doesn't take long. Of course. DMX is pissed off because he's getting billed as the opener for Erica J at a gay club. Who's Erica J? 
man, you know I don't listen to pop culture as much. So Erica Jane is a popular a uh, pop artist singer. Yeah. And she has a strong gay following. Uh-huh. And, you know, they got all right, here's what happened. The the, the club owner clarified. He said, first of all, DMX is not opening for anybody. That's an insult to DMX. It's DM fucking X. He's like, DMX's event was booked from 5 to 11. Right. That's DMX's event. It is sold out. It's his event. So after that. After DMX's event, mm. an hour later, Erica's event starts. The freeze come out at night. Freaks come out at night. It's from 11 to about 2, 2.30. Yeah. That's Erica event. Uh-huh. He said you got to buy your tickets separately for both events. It's two different events. Okay. I'm like, how sway? How you going to get the niggas out? Because the nigga like me that mooch, I'm by the bar. I'm here all night. I'm not going nowhere. Dare you to kick my ass out. Well, maybe when the, you know, you know, the crowd changes on you a little bit. Crack wear out? No, I mean, when, you, when your crowd changes, you know, all the... Yeah, the different demographic coming. Yeah, in. I think when she bring them gay niggas in, DMX fans leave. Yeah, you know it might change up a little bit. No shade to a gay folk. Not all. We love you. Yeah, but you know it's not it's not your event. It's not your event, and they gonna let you know it's not your event. It's not. Yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, it kind of seems like he's opening for it. Though. It does. It kind of from five like to that. ten, you opening for a motherfucker. Ten o'clock, you, you, you give the whole show. Like, you kind of getting the club crunk. Yeah. And then they'll be like, well, I'm going go in. I'm going to just stay till she get on. Yeah, they get the crowd moving to the yeah. So I feel you then, man, because I be mad a little bit too. Y'all booked on the same night. You from 5 to 10. 5 to 10. The fuck is that? Our showers? Motherfuckers the fuck ain't is that? They ain't got their first drink in yet. You performing. Not at all. So let's talk about Lauren Hill, man. L Boogie. We're not going to do is talk bad about my baby L Boogie. I, I love you, Lord. I can't promise you nothing. Go ahead. I can't promise I you I know. Nothing. My baby been acting up. So, Lauren Hill, because you just announced last show that she has, uh, she's dropping an album. Right. Because right. she got to pay these bills She got to pay them taxes. Right. You know. So, Lauren got had a, a show in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And her I was there that weekend. showed up two and a half hours late. For the performance. Lord. So the the theater that she was at had a strict policy that everything shuts down at 11 o'clock. Because of noise uh, ordinance. Yeah. So um, at 11 o'clock, so show up two, hour, two and a half hours late. She performed for like 30, 35 minutes, and they cut the fucking lights off. Because the noise ordinance. At 11 p.m. Yeah. So she tried to continue. She tried to get them to turn the lights back off. They wouldn't do it. And... Um, they got like a 30-minute performance from Lauren Hill. But it's not the first time Lauren has been late for some shit. At all. Or the first time Lauren has not showed up for some shit. At all. Um, how do you feel about Lauren not showing up for some shit? All right, first of all, you got to understand, I'm a Lauren Hill fan. I am too. I went to her concert that was in Memphis was last she late? year. Was she late? I don't know if it was late. Well, let me tell you why. Why? She only had one opening act. Mm-hmm. And her opening act, they were great. It was a husband and wife couple that was rapping, freestyling, all this shit that her and White Club was supposed to be before the shit went crazy. Yeah. Went down. Went ham. But it was a little break in between the opening act and Lauren Hill. It was a little too long. Yeah. But when Lauren Hill came out, 
This heifer gave me a full motherfucking show. Right, right. She let her soul hang out. Full motherfucking stinking ass show. I can understand I went to a Lauryn Hill show and was happy. Okay. She she got down. So would you be happy with but, her performing for 30 minutes? Yeah, I'll be pissed. Yeah. Because here's the thing. When she came out, yeah, it was late. Yeah. But she had her whole hour, two hours to perform. Yeah. In you know case, what I'm saying? They had, a, they had a, a deadline. Yeah, for her, the actual last show, it was like a deadline. There's no ordinance. You got to pay extra. 11 p.m. Do you know how much Beyonce paid for the last noise ordinance like she violated? Huh? Like 50000 Like 60000 thousand. A thousand an hour? $60,000. Lord, he'll pay a million. She ain't got time to be paying no noise ordinance in there yet. Yeah, no. <laughs> Not at all. I'm trying to make some money. I'm trying to make some money. She should have had her ass out there on time. Yeah, I think Beyonce is like a thousand a minute. Yeah, like sixty thousand. It's real. Yeah, but you know, Lauren Hill ain't come off that money. Oh boy, not that much money. Not that much. But they said the uh, all the the fans get a full refund. That was in Atlanta. They get a full refund. They said her excuse was, and I quote, "Man, when someone asks me why I'm late, my response: the challenge is aligning my energy with the time." That's bullshit. That's bullshit. Lauren, you've been a star for years, okay? Align your energy with the time. What the fuck that mean? That means she got baby daddy and baby kids issues. No, that means she got to hit the line or two. Like, like you got to hit the line or two to get your mind right. Be a, be a Lauren Hill ain't doing coke. You got you to gotta line your energy with the time. You've been a star for years. You've been on stage. You know there's a time frame. Time is money. You know, People Lauren pay Hill for you to late be on for stage. Sister Act 2. Her senior six tech too. She, she showed up late. She was late. <laughs> she was late. Technically, do you know they canceled? She been late her whole life. You know they canceled the show in, in Baltimore that's coming up. No, for unforeseen issues. Man, come on, El Boogie. What? I know you got it in you. Start your lighting up your shockers at three p.m. I'm just saying, like, if your show runs and you need, she said, I can't turn it off and on. I got to get emotionally involved with my shows. Yeah. If that's your case, bitch, you need to motherfucking start thinking about that at 3 o'clock p.m. Already. You need to drink whatever green tea and slow jabs you need to listen to 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 get in the mind. Just go on, twist it up at 2 p.m. And then get your mind right. Because you got down at that Memphis show. I need you to be doing that in every city so you can get your money back. This is my problem with with, uh, Lauryn Hill. Okay. Okay. So your initial excuse was you got lost. It's the driver's fault. You got lost. You left. You couldn't make it back. Now it's that, you know, you can't align your energy with the time. You can't turn off and on. You got to feel it when it's ready. Mm-hmm. What's your what? What is it? Stick to a script. Let me be. Pick a your struggle to you, chronic liars. Pick your struggle. Stick to a lie, and run with it. Keep the lie alive. Keep the lie alive. I don't give a fuck if you said your grandma dead. You better have that bitch obituary in the paper the next day. I'm just saying, man. You cannot keep your lie alive. But you've been, you've been on stage before, Lauren. You can't say you, it's hard for you to match your energy with the time. Time does not change. Time is time. Lauren Hill, you got down so hard in Memphis. I know you got it in you, so you can't just lie and say you just, come on. I mean, she's a dope artist. Oh, my gosh. She went in. I'm just saying, you can't. I mean, the concert was legendary. It was something I'll never forget. You think Lauren, but Hill, Lauren? Do you think Lauren Hill's a legend? Hell yeah. You think Lauren Hill's a legend? Yes. From one album? Yes. Okay. Thinking she got killed. 
She would be a legend in? No, I don't think so. Hell yeah. Biggie a legend off them two albums? Biggie, Biggie had two dope albums, though. Lauryn Hill had a legendary one album. Okay. I think that's, I mean, I'm not knocking Lauryn. I'm a Lauryn Hill fan. Miss Education, Lauryn Hill is my top five. Dogs. Lauryn is a legend, regardless. Okay. It's just, the thing about living legends yeah. is that you have to deal with them going through whatever they're going through at the time. You don't knock legends. I mean, if they're legends, they're still legends. Prince was a legend. He was living. Prince dead. When he was living, he was still a legend. He a legend, but he's now an undeniable legend. He You're not going to say shit about Prince. Prince didn't now. have to die to let you know that he was a legend. Lauren didn't have to let you die to let you know she was a I legend. I think Lauren is a legend, though, man. Don't, would you have bought a ticket if she was in town? Yes. That goddamn is she a legend. That will make her a legend. You don't even like people. How is she not a legend? You would not leave your house. Lauren Hill had one great album. I bet you went out for it. That does not make her a legend. Think if we had a house of blues right here, and Lauren Hill's throwing a concert. I, Would you not go? I know a lot. Would you not motherfucking me make somebody you don't even like work go just so you can make it to the concert? I'll go see a couple of concerts for people that'll make them legends. Man, Lauren Hill a legend. I don't see how that's possible, man. She, the, no. The depths of her lyrics, the shit she said in that one album. Yes, once again, White America got control of the shit when she tried to do part two. It's like it happens with every time we try to do a sequel to the legendary shit we did. They get involved. So they corrupt it. Always. Okay. Always. Okay. Well, let us. Hey, yo, I might be wrong. Let me know if you think Lauren Hill is a legend. Lauren Hill is a right motherfucking now. legend. I don't even know why this is even a question. She's an amazing artist, dog. That's a legend. Okay. I get you. I got you. No, you will still bump that album or songs it's from that album. It's my top five albums of all time. You will still bump. That's a legend. If she's a top, your top five, and you picky. So if she's your top five albums of all time, that makes her a legend. Wait, because my top five movie is Booty Call. That don't, don't, don't judge me for what I like. You know what I'm saying? First of all, Booty Call is a legendary because the company, <laughs> the company that went in Booty Call is legendary. You will not take away Booty Call. I'm not taking away from it, but you know, so compared to a lot of movies that put out, Booty Call is not on uh, the tier of a lot of movies. But it's a legendary movie in the urban community. It's a legendary movie. I've heard jokes a lot. I just don't think Lauren Hill considers a legend. Yeah, she's legendary. I think she's like between a, her work as her own independent she's album, like an urban and legend. the Fuji's album. Man, that's legendary. She got work, man. Well, you got to put Wyclef as a legendary. Technically, his production alone makes him legendary. His production is so stupid. He on production of he's, shit he's you would never know of. I can't even name the shit he's on, but he has great production. He might not be the best artist I don't, since Fuji's, but his production level I is tell stupid. You, I don't knock Lauren Hill because I love Lauren. I mean, right? she's amazing. Right. Legendary status? I'm, I question that. Man, she legend, man. She okay. legend. She is just, she legend, man. Once you get tainted by that motherfucking me. Sugar that money booger. in that game, man, it, just, it fucks you up. That sugar booger. Hey, I don't know if it's that. Might be just good man chain, but you can't you can't align your energy with the time. Okay. 
Where your role manager at? Yeah, she fucked up for all that bullshit. But still, Lauren Hill's a legend. Okay. I love you, Lauren. Don't knock it. I love you. You're she a legend. I, I'm You're not going to let that motherfucker leave. I argue on that one. She a legend. Well, she paying back her money for them damn concerts. Yeah, she's being a motherfucker for not showing up on time for them concerts, but that I motherfucker guess, a legend. That's what legends do, man. Once you get that status, you ain't really got to show up, bro. I, I perform when I'm ready. You know, I do that. But she did put out a statement saying that, you know, she respect all her fans. She does not, you know, discount them and things happen. So, yeah. Lauren the legend. I forgot what it's talking about. What was that music news? And so, um, you hear about Gene Simmons, right? This motherfucker here. We talked about this at lunch today. Yeah. So, Gene Simmons made statements about uh, Prince R.I.P. that he was talking about how, first he started off saying that how Prince, you know, outshined, it was better than Michael Jackson. And then he went and saying, but his death was pathetic. He killed himself. How pathetic is that? You know, he overdosed on drugs. And, you know, you can't respect somebody who killed himself. That's what drugs and alcohol do is a slow death. So it has not been confirmed that, you know, Prince had a drug problem or he died from overdose or nothing like that. So you stepping out your window. Stepping out your motherfucking lane. To talk to a, a legend about yeah. a legend uh, that he he overdosed. Right. So you got some motherfucking nerve, bro. Like, first, you know, you talked about, you talked down on NWA. They should not be in the Rock and Roll, rock and roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to jump out and talk about Prince. You know what I'm saying? Saying that, you know, it's pathetic that he overdosed on himself. Man, you, you, I don't know what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I don't, don't like it. up to me. I don't like your lane, bro. Don't look good. But Looking mighty suspect. He went back and apologized and said his big mouth got him into some trouble again and he shouldn't have spoken on some situation he don't know about. But, I mean, you already said it. You stuck your foot in your mouth. Yeah. So you can't, and it, the man just died. You can't speak on some shit that you don't know about. You can't say shit. So I just hope all you blouses run up on this motherfucker. <laughs> Not on. blouses. Yeah, put all put your blouses on, Pancakes, run up on his bitch. ass. Because you foul for that shit. You did. Oh, if I'm mad that motherfucking Prince wannabe relatives trying to come out the woodwork. Ain't nobody got time for this shit. I mean, that's when you don't have a will. That's motherfuckers going to come out. Handle your motherfucking business, people. Family affairs need to be addressed. You need a will, a trust, something. They going crazy out there. They trying to get something. Something. You about Ja Rule and this goddamn tweet about the damn Michael Jordan (laughs) See, you know I heard you about this shit. I was gonna bring it up on the show, but I didn't think it was worth my time. The, I just think, but it was a that. good story. He tweeted that, you know, we gotta stop posting the the Michael Jordan emojis because Michael Jordan gets a dollar every time we post it. Oh my and god! And they ran Ja Rule dumbass oh all god. down through there. New niggas on the internet, Lord Jesus! Like Ja, come on, man! Like you. And they start. Jai Rule just get out. He not used to the. He don't understand yet. how these emojis work. He not man. used to this worldwide game. <laughs> Niggas is petty. You understand the levels that happened since you've been gone. It's bad. It's, they don't give a fuck, Kerr. Like they they put his album cover with their <laughs> Michael Jordan emoji. On no it. fucks giving. <laughs> no fucks giving. No. Not goddamn one. 
Not none. Yeah, so, I mean, he, you just can't fuck up in life. You can't you can. fuck up. You cannot. They'll post your grandma on a, on a meme. With no fuss given with you. Like, yeah, it's, it's bad out here, man. I mean, shit. Honestly, people, quit thighting, man. Get your own spot. Who thighting? People not staying at home. Oh. <laughs> I want to throw a, since you're talking about thighting, I want to throw a quick shout out real quick. Oh. Real quick. Oh. I just want to say, like I said before, China, black China is the real MVP. She's pregnant now by Rob Kardashian. I think we was going to be talking about the last, The last male Kardashian, bro. She's pregnant by him. She's the real v- MVP. I think the we comeback be about player this. of the year. Salute. I mean, hoes stay winning. I mean, she, she, she's making a lane for these hoes again, bro. Dad, did you see the picture I posted where it's like she had a, uh, a string theory on all the names connected to them? No, I didn't see that. She had everybody on the billboard, and it said, Black China has been plotting this for two years. But yeah. I'm talking about your, 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 your angle, your hustle, your ambition. Look, hey. You know, about two years ago, they say hoes be winning. You just brought that shit back to the forefront because you, you came up. You got damn right. And you cashed in. Hoes be winning. Hoes be winning, bro. You, not only do you got a kid by a millionaire, you're fucking another millionaire. Man. It's called winning. You think Tiger's a millionaire? He's a half millionaire. <laughs> I don't know Tiger. Yeah, he, he probably got. road trips. He, his wife beat his ass in that, over that golf club. He probably seen a million. I don't think he's a He ain't touched it. Yeah. But, yeah, the comeback player of the year, Black China, hey, you did that shit. You did that shit, bitch. Speaking of China. Oh, her name not China. I lied that damn quick. I want to give a quick shout-out to 14-year-old Shay Jackson, who put... Azalea Banks in her motherfucking place on uh, IG and Twitter. So, I seen this. Mm-hmm. I don't know either one of these two people. What, uh, is, what, is, what do they do? I know the one is on Disney. The young chick is on Disney. All right. What does Banks do? Azalea Banks is actually a rapper, song, chick, but mostly rapper. Uh-huh. Rhymes, not that good. Okay. Could go without him. But that's just my dirty South UGK listening ass. Okay. I can go without her rap lyrics. I know she goes hard on people on social yeah. media. On social media, she talk a lot of shit. She caught that L from Erica Badu. She never said another motherfucking thing, too. Oh, really? Remember we talked about that last year? Yeah. Azia came for Erica. Erica shut that bitch down and it was done. Yeah. So Azia's back in the news talking shit about a, uh, a 14-year-old kid. Yeah. Shay. That's Jackson. what everybody, everybody used those memes about. Yeah, with the, the little chick that look like she waiting for something, <laughs> that's her. And that bitch was waiting for Azalea Banks to come at her. Yeah. Because this bitch right here just bodied motherfucking Azalea Banks. You really think she bodied her, though? Man, out of the extra tweets I read, yeah. like at first I thought it was like the tweets I got on my notes, I was going to read it, but it ain't worth it. Yeah. The shit she actually posted. Mm-hmm. Sunder. And you know how she did it? She didn't come off ratchet. No, she did not. She kept it classy. Yep. 
She kept like, look, obviously going at somebody, whatever. Yeah. I'm still over here giving me this paper. Salute, so have fun. Yeah. She did it in a classy 14-year-old manner. 14-year-old manner, body your ass. And just be like all ratchet or extra. She just yeah. like, look, you're look. relevant. Hey. I'm not here for this. Why don't I, you work on your album? Just try to do better. Stop trying to do better. Get your edges correct. Let it go. Grow your edges back. Yo, and, you know um, we're going to drag her asses to read tomorrow when Christy get a hold of this damn news story? Yeah, they dropped early. Oh, shit, Christy. Are they dropped early they already? dropped early, yeah. Oh, thank God, because Christy was going to get in her shit. Yeah, she's not a fan. She's not a fan of her. No. She's going to get in her shit. Um, But, yeah, so that was petty. Also petty, Chris Brown and uh, Kevin McCall. Yes. They have been going back and fucking forth. Kevin says that Chris owe him money and back dues for records and shit he wrote. That's the that's the guy off the Deuces uh, album. I mean song. Yeah. Yeah, he's on Deuces. Yeah. Chris is like, nigga, I was on before you, I'm on after you. What the fuck you talking about? Thank you for buying this car, this car, this car, this car. Chris went extra Chris has gone extra pit. The most I seen from Kevin McCall is him doing a deaf sign language video. And he only spelling out one word, and he keep repeating it. What? I don't even remember. It was, <laughs> it was one word. It was like his name. It was Jamal, if I remember. Yeah, it was. So he was he was on. It was Jamal. Uh, oh, so man, I just signed that out. Yeah, <laughs> that. So he was on um, social media going in about his uh, baby mama, his his custody situation. Right. And then he's like, I guess he was upset, and one of his fans was like, you know who you need to fuck up first. Is Chris a brown old bitch ass? Excuse me. He was like, oh, f- fuck that fuck nigga. He going to overdose before he turned 30. Damn. Now, look here, sir. What you not going to do is what put a death on me. What you not going to do? You not going to tell me my death. Because a lot of these artists and shit, overdose and shit like that. Yeah. He was like, he going to overdose before he turned 30. Look here. I, I got to put hands on you now. You invited this into your life. You put these fists in your life. It's yours. I didn't ask for it, you did. You did. I got obliged with it. Not only did I not ask for it, you volunteered for this ass whooping. You, it was like your request. I'm not a I'm not I'm not a good person if I don't I don't you know, accommodate that. Might as well handle that business. So he said Chris Brown go overdose before he turned thirty. Damn. That's kinda fucked up. That's fucked up. We don't need them problems. Yeah, we already got too many people dying. Duke right look a little crackheaded stuff. Chris Brown on that shit. He on that shit right now. Strong. Anybody that go through the whole Mexican hairdo just because you yellow? Yeah. A little word. Chris Brown. Yeah. You know, if. Uh, but he's a, uh, he's an amazing artist. If MJ Bad had one so fat, I think he'll go through a midlife crisis changes too. That's just petty. That, that, didn't, even, <laughs> that didn't have to be said. <laughs> I know it. Yeah, but you probably right about that. I know it though. I you had to reach out and touch that bitch. Yeah, <laughs> let him know you can be touched. Let him know he can be touched on this day out. He get fired while moving box. Damn. <laughs> but okay, I got a little more petty news in the music world. Damn it! I already talked about it. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I got cut. I got cut. I got cut, y'all. <laughs> he was lined up right next to my next target. I got cut. I got excited. I'm about to read it. You know, I have my notes always together, but I had it. I, I, I did. Oh, we talked about the cookie. No, you need like some highlighters on your notes. 
I need That's to do you, it. You I need some highlighters. I'm doing the show. Yes, you That's need, what I need. You need highlighters, bro. Yes. So Nicki Minaj decided to bring all her motherfucking petty transgressions to Twitter world. Really? So her ex-fiance, boyfriend, Safiri or whatever, besides his thought trap post, mm-hmm. uh, he was calling, allegedly, according to Nicki, calling her mama crying. About to sue Nicki because he won his money for songs he wrote on her previous records and shit. Right. Nicki didn't like this shit and took to Twitter. She put this motherfucker all the way on blast. Yeah. It's like, don't keep acting up. I will show you these motherfucking nudes. Well, I just think that what just he said he needed to be compensated for the fact that he, you know, he was holding her down for this. All these years, mm-hmm. now she's on. He's he left in the dark. He think right. that she, you know, she owe he she owe him some shit. So like, just imagine if it was a ch- if it was a chick uh-huh. holding down her guy. She, you know, he put his career on hold right. to hold her down. Right. So now you're on, and you'll keep me to the curb. Like I think I should be kicked, you know, kicked in for what I with the crew. I, I sacrificed for you to get on. Yeah. Because he held her down. When she was trying to go through it, yeah. she helped her out in a way. So that's you know, something Corey don't say either. Yeah. As much as Moose saving hoes, he be doing. Who? Saving hoes. Who? What? What? <laughs> what happened? Well, I just think. <laughs> oh my God! I just think that if the shoe was on the other foot. If Nicki Minaj is saying she she put her career on hold to hold this dude down, <laughs> since she was a little kick in, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it might be a petty angle that he going, but you know, I mean, hold a nigga down. I don't know what the fuck that was. That was just pettiness and sleepiness combined. I don't know what the fuck that was, bro. That was pettiness and sleepiness combined. Okay. Yes, it was. Because I'm tired. And I apologize. Because that was just pettiness. I went to sleep, woke up. We still doing the show? Yeah, we still doing the show. Let me motherfucking me uh, send a diss out to somebody. And somebody caught it. Uh, you got more music news? Oh, music news. Uh, I'm gonna let this one go. Alright, it's fixed yeah. my life. Commercial break. No, it's fixed my life. Damn, we still in this shit? <sighs> we so overtime. Let's go. I'm sorry, man. First day back. I'm not here for this. Alright, so. I'm going in and out of sleep over here. So finally. I got a letter. Somebody my, actually uh, wrote your ass? They wrote my ass. I was shocked. Nobody even like you. So I'm mad that I got to read it because it's kind of long. Yeah, and I'm not here for this. But I appreciate you uh, seeing your letters in. So Thank you. PowerLunchHour at gmail.com. So we gonna, I'm going to try this out. It's late. Go for it, man. I'm tired. Dear Power Lunch Hour, I need your help. I have worked really hard throughout my career to be an executive position within my with within my organization. However, 
I do not respect my boss. Mm. I report to the head of the company, mm. and the person lacks core leadership skills. I have worked for some dynamic leaders in my day, so I know what a sorry one looks like. Mm. This person uses being in a leadership position as an excuse not to do work at all, consistently dumps their work on me, is difficult to communicate with, and is terrible with staff development and just overall organization. It's hard to work with someone who makes choices that they know hurts the company and affects staff morale. I really enjoy the work that I do, but because I have to work so closely with my boss, my day-to-day dealings often becomes very frustrating. I have tried to manage up and make suggestions to this person about how simple changes could really improve the company, but my insights often met with resistance and a brush-off as if I have no clue what I'm talking about. It is really starting to hurt the organization as a whole because both external partners and the rest of the staff consistently complain to me about how difficult this person is to work with. What should I do? Should I take my talents and go elsewhere, sign work-life struggles? I think I did pretty good. So, work-life struggles. (laughs) I think I did pretty good. Pads on back. It's real. Yeah, it's real. You want to take the next one? Um, You on a roll? We'll see how it go. Okay, what you think about this first one? (sighs) Now, she mad. She's basically saying that her boss ain't doing shit and it's fucking up the morale of the rest of the team and they're coming to her complaining about it. She went to complain to the higher-ups. Nothing's really happening. Does she what? What can she do? Does she leave? What can she do to in this situation? It's so she much, worked hard to get in her position. This is so much like the uh, third letter we got. So I'm just answer it in this letter because mm-hmm. it's, it's actually lines up perfectly. Uh, first of all, first off and foremost, what are you here for? Yeah, to get this motherfucking check, right? Yeah. That's what matters above anything else. Whatever they got going on, hey, you you make a decision. You're part of it or you're not. Yeah. At the end of the day, your goal needs to be get this shit. Some shit your job going to do, you ain't going to agree with. So isn't she not happy on how it's ran? You think she should just stick it out for the money? Unless you got another job lined up and guaranteed, yeah. stick this motherfucking shit out. That's true. What the fuck is you leaving for? Because yeah. you don't dis- you disagree with a few shits they say. Hell, I disagree with everything management says. Yeah. But it ain't my place. I signed up for a specific role and job. I'm going to do them to the fullest of my abilities. Yeah. Now, if I luck out and get a new job along the way, deuce bitches, I'm out. Yeah, well, she's she's worked her way up to being an executive. Yeah. So leaving is not that easy. Well, you need to weigh your options. Honestly, baby girl, you making this executive money here? Mm-hmm. Are they going to pay you the executive money over there? Yeah. And then people always forget, whenever you change jobs, you change some bullshit personalities or some great personalities for some new motherfuckers you got to learn all over again. Yeah, every every job has its opportunities. Right. Every job has its ups and downs. Right. 
But I think if you worked yourself into a role that you like next to the man, next to the man, this is my opinion. You need to do everything you can right. to get accolades for what you're doing. Exactly. And then on a slick, expose the person who's not doing it. Now, it doesn't work out like that because it's like politics and right. people who in positions who don't really deserve it. But, but when you do your job right, people will notice. And they'll know the motherfucker ain't doing shit. And then sometimes you got to let a motherfucker fall on their face. Right. You know. Oh, my God. It's the most humbling, worst experience on earth. Yeah. I did this shit this week. I was like, mm. But that can backfire on you. Um, uh, if you let the person who, uh, you know, does your evaluations lay on their face, they don't uh, like that see, too much. Nah, so it's 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 a, it's like it's a slippery slope. Can't I just think that. if you if you do your best and try to progress and it's not working, I mean, you got a track record that you might need to go somewhere else because you know it's kind of hard to do your best and don't get any progression from it. So right. that's a tough question. Um, throw them on the bus and see right. how it goes. My best <laughs> advice, first and foremost, is take care of yourself. Handle your business. Let the rest of the shit fall in line. That good? Is this? That's your, that's your advice. Okay. Yeah. Next question. Dear Power Lunch Hour, I've been in a relationship with my high school sweetheart for six years. He is only the second person I have ever been intimate with. I love him, and I'm pretty sure that we will end up marrying. Neither of us has ever cheated. The problem is that I'm having, <laughs> as always, the problem is, the problem is that I'm having doubts about my lack of experience with other men. Do it. I'm not saying I want to sleep around with random men. Do it. But I would like to experience intimacy with someone else on so with someone else, so I won't wonder what if when I'm older and married. Am I wrong for this? No. Side confused in South Carol- Southern California. I mean, I'm like Big Sean. Do it. Do it. Ah. Do it. Do it. Like, if you wondering now, you're going to yeah. wonder later. Yeah. Like, if you got so many doubts and shit, what's going to happen is you're going to cheat on your nigga and it's not going to be cool. I mean, eventually you're going to wonder what if, and then one day y'all going to get a big-ass fight. You're going to go suck then, his best friend dick. I mean, that thought is just going to come out you, mm. and it's not a bad thing. I mean, it's all in you, so you got to just get it out some way. The thought is bad. The thought is the thought is, ro- thought is real. thought is very real. But I'm just saying, before you do that leap, before you make that, because you're already thinking about it, so it's all in, it's in the back of your head. I don't condone it, but I understand. I understand. You know what I'm saying? You got to get the whole Lady. phase out. <laughs> so, um, don't do it out of spite. Don't do it out of anger. Just do it out of curiosity. Get out your system, and then y'all just hook up later. Yeah. Don't, don't fuck up no long-term shit for some temporary shit. How about that? Yeah, that's dope. All right. Alright, another commercial break. We'll be right back. Shot Sip your bartender. What's good, people? It's your boy Corey Dosek with the Power Lunch Hour. Here to tell you about this blank space that's going on right now. You can fill it up with great advertisement. Hit us up at powerlunchhour at gmail.com and send us your advertisement needs. 
We will help you promote your business. That's what we're here for, to help you be great. Holler at us at PowerLunchHour at gmail.com for your latest advertisement needs or wants. We got you. Holler at us. Now let's get back to the show. I got time today, cuz. <laughs> I got time today, cuz. <laughs> what you got time for today, cuz? It's on me? Yeah. All right, man. <laughs> I got time for all this tonight. But um, my time today goes, bro. It got to go to Sprint, man. And Sprint, you really going to cast this issue from me tonight. So Uh-oh. my whole problem with Sprint is, well, not just with Sprint, that you know how they make you update your phone? Oh, my God. I don't think, talking to I me, don't right? think that you need to update your phone because I think that's where all the problems lie. So I don't exactly. update my phone. So I go periods without me updating it. Right. So I fucked up a couple of days ago, and I updated my phone. Uh-uh. I hit update all. Uh-uh. My fucking phone updated and shit. And ever since then, my phone... Was fucking up. It wasn't. It kept restarting. It kept cutting off. My camera didn't work. I'm like, what's the problem? Because I know once you update your phone, eventually that phone gonna fuck up. You gotta get a new phone. Right. So the problem about it, that's my original time was because I updated my phone. My phone's fucked up, and it, it started working again. Twenty minutes later, Sprint called me, asked me, I got any problems? Do I need some help? You got any questions about your bill? Because they know they sent a bug to their bitch. Because they know they fucked my phone up. Yeah. I know you, Sprint. Don't get over on me because I know your plot, okay? Bitches. So you updated my phone, fucked it up, and then I've been with Sprint for 15 years. Right. They ain't never called me unless I owe them some money. Right. They called me 20 minutes later after my phone was fucked up saying, hey, you got some questions about your phone? You got a free upgrade? Fuck you, Sprint. I know your plot. Fuck you, Sprint. So today, my fucking phone did the same thing. It was fucking up. And I had to get a brand new fucking phone. A brand new phone. I wasn't planning to get a brand new phone because my other phone fucked up for the goddamn upgrades. I know what you're doing. And the crazy thing about it is, the crazy thing about it is, Uh today, my damn uh, upgrade was uh, officially done for the damn uh, two-year plan. So officially two years on the day, my fucking phone broke and I had to get a brand new phone. So, Sprint, you not slick. I know what you're doing. They and then I go over there and get the goddamn brand new phone, and they can't get. They ain't got no uh, auto boxes for it. So I get I get a $200 credit. They're like, you can use this $200 credit for anything you need. I said, well, put that damn $200 credit to my damn phone bill. Well, we can't do that. It gotta go to a, a accessory. Mm-mm. I said, well, like a like an auto box or a speaker or some shit like that. Get my money back then, I bitch. Said, well, that doesn't really help me out at all. Well, let me get this auto box. All they had was silver, gold, and red. What you choose? I said, sir, I can't I can't walk around with no goddamn silver, gold, and red auto box. What well, you it's a one day rebate. You I gotta use it today. So I got a fucking red goddamn auto box in my goddamn phone. I got <laughs> a stock case on my fucking phone. On <laughs> a phone I did not plan on getting in the first fucking place. <laughs> now I gotta walk around with a brand new phone I even wanna buy with a fucking red thought case on the, the back of that bitch. I'm because I can't again. walk around <laughs> without a fucking auto box on it. 
So now I got to go to Best Buy and get a black fucking case on it because you got a fucking silver, gold, and red case on this goddamn phone. So fuck you, Sprint. You did this shit on purpose. I know your plight. I don't like it. Okay? So now I got to come out some money to walk around with a red thought case on my fucking phone. Fuck you, Sprint. You're not right. And I know what you're doing. <laughs> I know what you're doing. Because I don't upgrade my phone for shit. And as soon as I do it, I got to buy a brand new fucking phone. Right. Exactly two years after I, my damn upgrade is available. You're not slick. I know what you're doing. We know what you motherfucking doing. You blowing up our phones. Making On us purpose. buy a new one. On and purpose. my shit perfectly worked fine. You ain't never called me in 20 years. All of a sudden, my phone fucked now up. Now it's hey, some motherfucking you problem. Question, hey, you really, know, bitch? You know you do for upgrade. Thank you. Yeah, man, fuck them. Yeah, you wrong for that. Blew up your, all your shit. I got time today, cuz. What you got time for today, cuz? Uh, I have so many subjects that I want to cover, but because of time, I'm going to just keep it to one of many. Uh, one thing I learned about working as an interim communications director, you know, you learn your little keywords, you know, cool phrases and shit. But one word, or two words that just stick to me is strategic planning. Okay. If you make a plan, you set a goal, you set something out, you plan it out. Yeah. Whether it's come from your mission statement as a company or it come from just different guidelines and rules that you establish that your employees need to do, it's your strategic plan. Yeah. Strategic planning to me as it uh, applies to modern-day society, is just coming up with a motherfucking plan. Come up with a plan, stick by your plan, and execute the motherfucking plan. Mm -hmm. Uh, Recently, I came across a situation where I came across a plan, and it wasn't executed properly. And and that's life. That's life. With people, with things... Shit happens. Yeah. I I want us as people to be more accountable for the shit we say. Like, if this is what it's meant to be, then it needs to be. Yeah. It doesn't need to be, oh, I said it was going to be this, but, you know, 3,000 things under the sea came along and it went crazy. But them 3,000 things under the sea had no bearing on what you originally said you was going to do. Yeah. I need us as people to be more mindful of the words and promises that we keep. Our strategic planning should be kept. To keep your motherfucking word to me is what strategic planning means. Yeah. I mean, if you say you're going to do something, do it. Keep your word. Keep your motherfucking word. Uh, if something goes wrong... Communicate that that is wrong, and we got to make adjustments. Don't leave it to me to be boo-boo the fool to guess what the fuck you got going on in your own household. Strategic planning. Communicate whatever the fuck is the problem is so we can come up with a way to not only solve it but improve whatever the problem is. We can make the problem not only go away, we can make the problem better and non-existent anymore. Right. But it comes with communications and not lying. Hold the truth for yourself because you worry about what motherfuckers will think about you or say about you. 
You know what I'm saying? And and I, I wish I could say this is a recent problem. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to say that. This is not just on one motherfucker that pissed me off this week. They think I'm talking about him. You did fuck up, but we're not talking about you right now. It's a lot of people in this life, in my life right now, that think because uh, I say something, I'm going to stick to it. And then when they don't stick to it, that it's okay. Right. Keep your word. Keep your motherfucking word. It's one thing for me to have your motherfucking back all hell back against the wall. I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. I stick up for you. When I motherfucking ask your ass to do something for me, mm-hmm. and I don't even ask for you to ask for money, no profit behind it, I literally need you to reciprocate this motherfucking favor that I have done for you or have repeatedly done for you. I need you to motherfucking step up the plate and do what I've asked you you to do. I don't need you to motherfucking question, well, what are they doing this? Well, I have an alternate option. Well, I don't know. Look, I don't need all that. <laughs> what I need your motherfucking raggedy ass to do is do what the fuck I asked you to do. Like I did for you. Like I motherfucking did for you and continuously do for you. Strategic planning. I cannot forever have your motherfucking back and you not have mine in any circumstance. Yeah. That's real. You know, it's it's like if my thing is with my peoples and whatever situation they might come across or come forward, I react, I come up with a plan for us, I execute it. You can't just do something, expect me to react to your plan, and you ain't communicating to me what the fuck the plan is. That is not strategic planning. Yeah. So I have seriously problems with that. And with that saying, if you find your motherfucking self in a situation that may be above you, you got too much irons in the fire right now. Your strategic plan has went way over what the allotted cost has allowed it for. Right. It comes a time we need to communicate with your team. Get your strategic planning back on track. Do not try to do it all on your own because you're going to fail. Once it gets too much to pass you. Right. So, I think I was very nice with that. I think I just... Strategic planning, people. It's necessary. If you come up with a plan, if you have an idea, and then you think you have a way of executing that plan, stick with it. If that plan falls apart, call upon your team members and discuss your strategic plan of what you wanted to do and what your end game was so we can help you achieve that end game. Don't just try to come up with it all on your own because you're going to fail. Every time. Every motherfucking time. Yeah. So, you know, that's my I got time today, cuz. I know a lot of y'all gonna have to look that word, them words up, but hey, it is what it is. I think I heard it before. Yeah, yeah. You, you have. I said it like a year ago, and motherfuckers still don't listen. It's like I gotta say motherfuckers so motherfuckers hear me. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous, man. I'm just, I'm really sick of having to keep telling people or explaining to people 
follow through on the game plan or the plan you set up. And if you can't follow through on it, just say it. Simple as that. Simple as that. Yeah. And that comes from everything from goddamn picking your kids Crayola crayons if they're going to get the 64-pack or the 32-pack. All the way, if you have a, a six-figure billion-dollar deal going on over here, strategic planning. Make a plan. Stick with it. If you can't stick with that plan, and of course, in life, shit comes along that's going to throw some plans off. Tell the people that you have entrusted with your plan, your dream, your idea. Tell them what the fuck is going on. That makes sense? That, that, that. I feel that something's going on. I feel something's going on. All right. I feel you. All right. You're trying to throw shots, but not direct shots. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's so many motherfuckers. I, I can't throw a direct shot because this is an ongoing problem with just us as a community. It's a, a lot people. of people fucking up on your plans. So y'all get your plans together. Yes. Get your plans together. We as people, we as black people do not make a plan and actually follow through it, though. This is black people? Right now, I'm talking about black people. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I thought it was others. It's all of us. My, my, I got tired of that because it was all people. Okay. But, you know, you said you understood it. I got you. I'm, yeah. I'm moving to the point of we as people, especially black people, yeah. we do not come up with a plan and fucking stick to it. Yeah. That's just we as a people get greater. As a society, we all need strategic planning, whether it's work, business, whatever. Stick to it. Yeah, I was mad about that at work. You know, I'm trying to be nice. You know, I feel but, you. I feel you on that. Yeah, yeah. but... Now that we understood that point, strategic play needs to be understood. We as black people need to take it times two. We 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 are okay with being late. We're okay with not being real or on time with our shit. Yeah. And that's not a good comfortable position. I think we as people should be be good at. Yeah. I think it's even a good monarch. Oh well, you know the niggas gonna be late. <laughs> no That's not good at all It's not a good look at all But it's been accepted and, and shown so much That everybody thinks it's okay And it's further from the case So yeah. You know This is my shit Strategic planning I got tired of that cuz I feel you on that cut. I know that went over a lot of people's heads. It is what it is. I had to keep a workplace nice before it change. Let that sink in. <laughs> How about nobody got that joke, bro? Let that sink in. That was like one of your best jokes ever. I, I got to give you props on that one. I just don't understand how you don't understand that. Dog, the two smartest niggas in our group chat did not get that let message. That, just, just let it sink in. Let it sink in. Let that sink in for a little bit. You know what it was? I think they were too smart for their own good. They, they overthought, overthought it. it they overthought it. Like, what's the, the joke what is priceless, this? Man. What is this? Let that sink in. Just let it sink in. It's and okay. then when you told them the joke, they and it. they still didn't get it, I was like, okay, it's gone too far. They're overthinking. Yeah, it was. 
I just, I just. Well, I, you know, motherfuckers I, with master degrees and they do that. I just thought there was going to be a classic right there. It was. Don't ever take away from your joke. It was a classic. Well, I appreciate it. It didn't land on, on, on the masses, you know. Well, that's what happens. You know, you try to predict for everybody and sometimes it don't land on a few. Kind of like the power lunch out. Yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to hit the whole group. I'm not trying to hit a couple. Yeah. Well, that's what happens sometimes. You throw a rock. Sometimes that bitch skip, skip and hit a few motherfuckers. I'm about to say skip. <laughs> sometimes that bitch skip and hit a few motherfuckers. Sometimes that bitch go dead in the water. Let that sink in. Let's so we got shout outs? Yeah. No? Fuck is yell me. Okay. <laughs> Your facial expressions did not reflect that you had shout outs. I, I didn't know if you had another I got tired today. He went straight to I got I'm like, oh, we done? Oh, I, I don't have any shout I mean, time. You got time? No, I'm good. Okay. I'm going to let go. Shout outs. So, right. shout outs. Uh, shout outs. Shout outs. I want to shout out my dog, the U alumni, uh, Myron. He fuck with the show. Appreciate your, li- your views, man, your reposts, your likes. Uh, Mike Barnes, boy, you be in them fucking comments on SoundCloud. Down, nigga, you be getting down in them comments. Salute. (laughs) I gotta go back and listen to what I fucking said. What we said to just make sure I can reply properly. Yeah, shout out to Mike Barnes. Shout out Mike Barnes. I appreciate all that. Salute, Abby Fearless. I hope I got your your name right. Uh, Yeah, hey. You hold it down for us, bro. I Real talk. That, man. I appreciate your support. I appreciate your comments, man. That's dope, bro. That's dope as shit. And you retweet the motherfucking podcast on SoundCloud. That's y'all know it costs y'all nothing to retweet it or repost it, right? It costs you nothing. Pay me no mind. I got time today, cuz. Oh. Okay. You know some. You know what? Fuck it. I don't give a fuck. It's my show. Look. Now, you little raggedy motherfucker local actors. I ain't going to do y'all like that. I apologize. No, fuck that, man. Hell no. How can I, how can it be cool that I retweet and repost everybody's shit? Like, everybody's local shit. What? Don't look at me like that. Don't look at me like that. How is it cool to actually repost Reshare everybody's shit. And these supposed to be my motherfucking friends. Oh, I'm not supposed to do this? I'm not supposed to go in. And they don't retweet or repost say shit. And I don't say nothing. I I have something else that's telling me, y'all, that I'm not supposed to be going in on y'all right now. That is his actual word. Fuck that. Fuck that, man. That's not cool. That's not cool. That's not cool. No. No, that's not cool. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You're lucky I'm, I won't put your names on it, but that's not cool. Not cool at all. Mm-mm. Mm-mm, that ain't cool. Fine, I'm getting a wrap-up signal because I was rude, but whatever. I felt that one. 
You got anything else, bro? I was thinking about that for a minute. Now, it's just, it bugs me. I understand that. It seriously fucking bugs me. I understand that. Oh, I'm, not, I'm supposed to be politically correct I right now. I understand that. I understand that. All right, I'm getting cut off. I'm going to let it go. I All got right. no more shout outs. Oh, wait. No, I do got shout outs. JT, Nicole, thank you so much for the love, hospitality. Y'all showed for me in Atlanta. Y'all cooked for a brother. Y'all fed a brother. We kicked it, turned up. I appreciate it. Much love. I said it at the beginning. I said it again. Thank you. Shout out Noah and Tia on the marriage. Shout out Ron. Everybody at ATL, they held it, it down for your fam. Lenard, I appreciate you. Real talk. Shout out to Lenard. Andy's. Andy's. Yo, I had a good time. I drove across town. I ain't give no fucks, bro. We turned up for the hour. Yo, I had a great time. Anything else? That's all I got, pal. All right. We out. See you next week. Shot. Tippy Bartender.